Hello friends, Laura Johnson here from Tickle.life and this is Mindful Sex Ed Back to Basics. This is the podcast where we break up myths and build up facts about sex. And as always, I am joined by my incredible co-host, the Tickle.life in-house sex educator, Lulu Batista. How are you doing today, Lulu? I'm fantastic. We are talking about one of the coolest times of the year. We're so excited that it's back the NYC Sex Expo, and man, I went to this in 2019, it's now back in 2022, I wasn't able to attend, but Lulu was able to go and do all of the cool things, so we're going to hear all about this weekend's festivities, the cool products, the cool people, all of it, so Lulu, I'm so excited to hear about the wild weekend that you had. Well, first of all, I'm I'm sad that you weren't there because you would have had a great time snoozing mm-hmm. and doing all that fun stuff and, you know, starting the weekend off by going to the Museum of Sex. Shout out to the Museum of Sex if you've never been. Do you a favor and take a little gander over there. It's a good time. I won the glory hole of pulling dicks game. And that was super fun. They had some really great exhibits. The thing that I love about sex, Museum of Sex is that Every couple times you go, I try to go like every four or five years because then they change around mm-hmm. everything. And so you're getting a new experience. You're learning something new. I have a couple of little posts I'm going to be putting up of some picture that I took. Something about Doritos is really potent. But we'll get back to that later. And it's just a really, you know, great time. You know, go with your friends, go with a spouse and just have a really good time, an adult time. Jump on the boob thing or if they change it and you can ride the rodeo, whichever one. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. Yeah, the Museum of Sex is is truly great. Like you were saying, like every couple of years they switch things up. One day I want to have my own exhibit there. I'm speaking it into existence. Yes. I love it. Yes. I just love that the work that they're doing. And they have a really fantastic gift shop with a whole bunch mm-hmm. of different toys. You can get all loosey-goosey throughout the museum and then pick up a little something to make you feel better. And Ooh, yeah. I, be- I believe they have discounts on admissions for students. So, yeah. So, like, there's really no excuse not to go. Personally, I think the museum should be as big as the Museum of Natural History. That's just my <laughs> thing. But <laughs> I I really want there to be, like, a wing of the Museum of Natural History that's, like, natural history after dark. And it's all, <laughs> like, Museum of Sex. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. If anyone works for the American Museum of Natural History, please let okay. us make it happen. But yeah, it's that's so great. And so Lulu, what was the expo like? What did you do? What did you see? Who did you meet? So expo is two days, so the Saturday and Sunday. And you know, regardless of how the weather was this weekend and here in the city, the weather was atrocious. But guess what? The lines were still long on Saturday. The lines were down the street both ways because they had two different lines but people were like we're not we outside and we're coming and we're going to come to this event and have an amazing time and i believe they all surely did just the energy in the room was fantastic they had some really really great panels you know talking about learning how to send you know sexy photos without being nude describing different things about lightings and all those things to make it really nice and playful, which we love. Talking Actually, about Lulu, can I just interrupt for a second? Maybe we should yeah. just describe, like, what is the Sex Expo? Mm. It, like, just what is it? And then 
yeah, but like I'm I'm excited to hear more about the panels, but maybe we could just like give a summary of like what of is course. this? I'm so excited, I just want to get into it, right? Oh but no. no. So <laughs> the sex expo is a B2C. And when we talk about B2C, we're talking about business to consumer. So our everyday people, those people who are not in the sex and wellness industry. Mm-hmm. So you can be a average person on the street and you say listen i want to go to this event and see what it's all about you surely can come on in and have you an amazing time the energy is there for that if you see some products that you like you are welcome to buy them if you want to learn some more about something you may find a workshop that will cater to you if you would like to see some chatterbay um webcam models up close and personal you can do that as well because they were there both days just with their fans and fans watching them as they watch their fans. So it was a really great time with that. Get to see a couple of new products, which we did. And whoa, when we get to that, those were amazing. Very, very, very nice. And I have and to say, it's a really nice. lovely group of people. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like this, everyone is so nice and excited to meet with you, excited to talk to you. Like, it's just a, the energy there is incredible like that's the only way i could describe it just everyone there is just sex positive and happy to talk and share their knowledge so yeah now i will say just on this because i want this whole conversation to be very happy but Mm -hmm. we're not blowing smoke up people's asses also Mm -mm. Uh oh we did and a few of us did notice that certain people still kind of came there to poke fingers at us Mm. to turn their noses up that's why are we here and doing this mm. those people that came in with their free tickets anyway because there were two different kinds of tickets but we did still see it you know they had some amazing dominatrix there but they're submissive and people were like oh why are they doing that they had people there you know very nice dress for our for our environment people were still kind of pointing and saying oh why are they wearing that oh i would never i could never or mm. excited on a particular panel oh why are you talking about that they shouldn't be saying that here why are they cursing and you know so there were still a couple of little you know naysayers that for whatever reason they still came but you know they had um a couple of negative little things to say you know but we did push on um we didn't let that stop anything because the people who were genuinely there and genuinely want to be outside and miss the expo because I know I surely did and couldn't wait to go back out and to be at that event. They were there and they were having a great time and they were just making the weekend just amazing. They really were. That's great. So if you are interested in attending next year's event, go with an open mind. Mm-hmm. Keep your judgment to yourself because you're going to see things that are probably out of the norm and maybe out of your comfort zone, but it's just amazing people living their best lives, trying to provide education, trying to provide pleasure or access to pleasure. So to come in with an attitude that's like, ew, why is that happening? Why are they saying this? Blah, blah. You might be in the wrong place. So (laughs) for sure, (laughs) you know, because people, people work really hard to not only put together the event, but to, like put their booths together to prepare for their speaker stuff like this is not just something that's slapped together to be ridiculed like this is a really important thing and as our rights are being taken away in various forms we need events like this to 
be able to have a sex positive community and it's so like fundamental so lulu there was a i think there was a protest right that happened in friday yeah. uh an anti-censorship thing so yeah. can you talk a little bit about that if you saw it so i did um watch it on the live at the moment because i was en route to get there i wasn't able okay. to make it that early for it but again it was pouring and they were out there with their signs saying that they were, you know, how they were standing up for what we need to be, you know, standing up for right now. And it was amazing. Kim Ayers was out there um, from um, grand opening. Mm -hmm. She was amazing. And there's a lot of other people. I hope that, you know, you all will go on the expos.com website. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of amazing photos and videos that you can recap and see over. If you're not following them on all their platforms, you probably can see all the amazing things and maybe even get to see the video from the protest that did go on. Because like I said, I can just say little tidbits. The energy was amazing. Even from that, they were just in the rain, just doing it. And people were there to watch and really rally. And it was really amazing to, to see. Yeah. So I think the, the protest was about like censorship on social yes. media, um, you yes. know, losing our Internet rights. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we'll post the link to Expos in case they have right. any information about that. But, you know, again, like, this is why these events are so important. It brings the so community true. together. It gets our voices heard. And if you like listening to our show or any sex show or podcast, or you have favorite performers that you're following, or you have favorite stores that you're following, censorship makes it so hard for us to access yeah. you and access your audience. So find them, follow them, share their stuff when you can. If an account that you like gets shut down, you can report that to Instagram. I just did that for, um, I don't know if you follow Miss Giggles. Um, she, she's a incredible, like, body positive fat activist on Instagram yeah. and posts these incredible pictures. Uh, she's super, super cool. And her account was shut down recently. So for no, for no reason. She didn't violate the guidelines. They just took it away and this is not the first time that these things happen to people who are part of the sex industry from education to performers whoever so yeah like this stuff is really important yeah and so i think for me this event put the battery back in my bag like it was there and of course you know again we were inside mm -hmm. so a lot of the events a lot of the people who i've made amazing connections that have been virtually so on a personal note i was just elated like a small child going to you know a play day that they've been waiting for for weeks it's like oh my god you're really here we we're saying oh the good thing we know we're not catfishing each other you're an actual person <laughs> people like yes look at you and look at you and here we are and just so happy to be in that environment and for the very, very most part, and for me anyway, the energy that I received from people over the internet all this time was the same energy they gave me in person. And that meant a lot to me because you just knew that they were genuine and what they were um, delivering to you then as they are now. Yeah, so we, we, should, we should plug that. So if you have any interest in being a part of the sex tech community, we are both a part of an organization called um, Sex Tech Connect, which is a virtual meetup group. And we have guest speakers come in from the industry to have like really personal conversations about how they started their business, 
They gave advice on like, if you're an entrepreneur and what you can do, very, very personable. And then Lulu and I also went to sex tech school together, which was created by Brian E. Cole, who is like, you know, a household name in sex tech, incredible. And she has fostered this brilliant community of entrepreneurs who are interested in sex tech, who are willing to mentor each other. Lulu, maybe you could talk a bit about your mentorship in just a second. But you learn through like various videos and activities how to create your sex tech business. And, you know, whether you're someone who's interested in journalism about sex tech or you or, you you know, you're trying to create a product like there is a place for you in sex tech school. And my God, like I love trying to go to all the events that I can. Um, there's just so much cool stuff going on. And um, the mentorship program that they have is great. I went to a couple of people. I wish I could, could have gone to all of them. Um, but Lulu is an, a mentor for sex tech school now. So maybe you could talk a little bit about what that is. So when you do a mentorship program, we are basically here to support the journey that you're on through sex mm-hmm. tech school. Like Laura said, regardless if you're starting an app, want to build a product, um, whatever that journey is, as a support, I'm here do you need me to take a look at your website? For me, I say, what do you need from me in support? Mm-hmm. If someone doesn't know, I say, well, where are we at now? And where in this space can I support you in that? People say, oh, yeah, you know, I kind of need something here. Or what do you think about this here? Or maybe do you know any patent lawyers? Or do you know any trademark people? And so that kind of support. I say, oh, well, I, you know, I may have known somebody over here. And kind of give those kind of avenues and support to people. For me, my support doesn't end. Even when they finish their cohort, if they want to message me and say, hey, what do you think about this? I met two of my um, mentors at the event and they're so elated to have seen them face to face. So it was really, really a great time. And you just kind of build something on top of that because then, you know, you build a rapport with them, you build a relationship and it flowers into something else. And I think it's just a really great program. You know, I'm really honored that she asked me to be a part and I was able to meet more amazing, very open-minded, very supportive um, group of people. Just can't really say enough about it. Yeah. And so when you go to these programs and then you're able to connect in person, mm-hmm. like it just takes that friendship to a whole new level. And sure. sex tech is such a tight knit community that, <laughs> you know, you want to have friends and allies going into these spaces and, what's so brilliant about sex tech school and also sex tech connect and a lot of these other programs that are out there. There's a couple of others that like just popped up that I'm really interested in. They are all about fostering a supportive environment. Like you could have two people who are creating very similar products and they're going to boost each other up as opposed to compete against each other because there is room in this space for everyone. And when there's a win for one person, there's a win for everyone. So, like for example, Dame, which I think was at, was was Dame at um, no, they weren't there this oh, they, year. No. Okay, they, yeah. mm-hmm. so they were there when I went in 2019. But yeah. and Dame Dame isn't part of Sex Tech School, but this is just an example of like a win for one is a win for all. They tried to um, a couple of years ago. They tried to get their ads on um, the subway, and Dame yeah. is a a uh, pleasure product company. They sell like really cool dildos and vibrators and things like that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and the socks and the sex socks. Yes, yeah, sex socks, lube, mm. all these like great products, <laughs> really good. We'll we'll link to uh, Lulu's video about bullet vibrators because we talked yeah. we reviewed their product and everyone was like, "Dame, <laughs> uh, <laughs> thumbs up from everyone." So they tried to get their ads on the New York subway system. And if you've been on the New York subway system, you see ads for erectile dysfunction. Pretty like suggestive ads for erectile dysfunction. Mm -hmm. Um, And Dame's ads were not like anything crazy or wild. It just showed the product and the MTA banned it. They couldn't do it. So they sued the MTA Mm-hmm. and won they won. They yeah it took a couple of years but they won and their ads got yeah. on the subway system so now it's really nice yeah which is so co- crazy and like amazing and now there's a precedent if other companies want to try to do that they can because dame was able to get their foot in the door and do it dame also was able to get their products in sephora so mm-hmm. now you can buy your lipstick and your lipstick vibrator. Okay. Um, all right. They don't have a lipstick vibrator, but you know what I'm saying. And and now there are sex products, sex tech products in Bloomingdale's. I think, I don't know if Ulta has it. Ulta Nordstrom. Nordstrom. I mean, they're all over the place, but it's because this one company was able to do it first or, or be an early adopter yeah. in this. And so by opening that door, now others can enter that space, even though they're doing a similar product or some other type of thing. And yeah, like, so being able to have these spaces where you can connect with other people and get to know them personally is just super cool. So, okay. <laughs> so Lulu, tell us about your experience. Sorry, I didn't mean to co-opt. I'm just so excited no, to learn about it and like hear about all the cool things that happened. <laughs> so let's see let's talk about who was there so perfect match which again we'll link the video i reviewed one of their products they right now they have two products out both products are super super amazing they're wearable that you can wear with your partner the newest one comes with a cock ring and you can wear it and you can move in this position and it doesn't come off type of thing real real next level we just can't wait to review that super soft silicone so cute you guys will have to stay tuned for that review because it's going to be killer they also have slick wit which is a um lube company in dryness you can wear their lubes every day Mm. um and that's that's a winner they had uh crystal delights which is a um, glass, well, they make crystal butt plugs, and they have ones that have nice tails on it, like I've shown before on here. The one I have with that tail on, that's from them. Really super cute product. We had blush. Ooh, we love blush yes. Um, their table was banging, banging, banging all day. You couldn't even get a word in edgewise over there. Um, they had Romance Depot. I'm sure Romance Depots are a lot of places, but you know, that's just like a department store of, of adult products. <laughs> uh, they had the Chatterbay Girls there. They had Handy, which is a um, stroker, which, let me tell y'all audience, okay? I did not know when that's a real, I know they have some really amazing sleeves. One of their sleeves mimics, makes a mermaid like they're giving you oral, a mermaid. I don't even know how you would replicate that, but I love it. And man, I just think Handy is like one of the coolest designed sex products 
ever. I, I remember they on VR. Man, Handy is just so cool. <laughs> like, uh, so, I got one of those VRs. Yeah. Yeah, I just love the stuff that they're doing. That's like the mermaid product is so cool. That would probably pair well with like Bad Dragon too, because they have oh. those like wild. If if you're not familiar with Bad Dragon, they make fantasy dildos and butt plugs and stuff. And I'm sure they've got something that is mermaid adjacent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do have the video how they were showing how it is app control. So. You know, again, if you're on my Insta or Twitter, I will post it and tag it for um, Mindful Sex Ed for our social media so everyone can take a look. But really, really, I'm like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> we also have a new company called FirmTech. And wow, super, super nice. So FirmTech is a new cock ring company. Excuse me. And they have this technology where it, when you have it on, It'll tell you how many times you've um, been able to ejaculate, what that speed was, was all those mm-hmm. data, so you can kind of know where your body's at for different situations. It's like an um, Apple lock, Apple Watch for your <laughs> dick. <laughs> and you would, it doesn't vibrate, but you can do different manipulations to it and make it tighter or looser. The way that the owner, Dr. Justin, described it, so amazing. I was so happy to meet him. It's like you're putting on a bra strap. He's like, you wouldn't put on your bra over your head, so why would you put this cock ring over your head? You have to put it on, snap it on like a bra. I was like, oh, wow. That's so smart. That makes so much sense. And then can you, like, wow. tighten it like a belt? You can twist oh, it. Oh, that makes so much sense. And if your partner pulls on it, it makes the tightness more um extreme for your pleasure. And it just cradles the balls in there. Super. That's red oh they had a young lady who um teaches about pegging and she does some blogging work and she had a workshop um i was unable to attend that workshop because i had got pulled away to talk to five people at one time but (laughs) i did get to see her after she was super super nice and um had some amazing work to know that as a profession teaching people how to do pegging and knowing that it's okay if that's um, something that you want to try and get into, really, really nice. There was also someone who made a puppet of the of snatch of the girls. <laughs> of that lovely lady part that is attachable. The whole clitoris, the whole thing, not the little peekaboo part, the whole thing comes out so you can really give an amazing lesson on all the parts of the clitoris and the vulva and the vagina all together. Super oh, nice. Oh, that's great. Um, I can't wait to get me one of those. That's going to be a good sign. They had the shaft support, which is for people who deal with erectile dysfunction and still want to be intimate. It helps the penis stay up so you can still be able to be intimate with your partner and not feel, you know, like you can't get the job done. They also had Global Novelties run by Autumn O'Brien. She is a pioneer in white labeling. If you want to do a product, she is the person to go to. If you want to have something white labeled, she is a sweetheart. I was so nice. Can you explain what white label means? So a white label is if you see a product that you may like and you want it to be under yours, but you don't have, maybe you don't know how to make one from the ground up. 
but you see one that you would be honored to put your name on. You can get a company to white label them. They'll put your name on the packaging, but it'll be their toy, but it'll be under your thing. It'll be your product. So that's what she can help you do. Very she was cool. so nice. They had some people doing massages and different kind of body works there. They had put in pops, put in shots. I think it's put in that has liquor in it. And that booth was booming, booming, booming both days. That's that's my kind of liquor. They <laughs> had um, erotic or naughty cards, you know, give away. Um, birthday cards, all those kinds of jazz. But again, Booth was banging. I tried to get in there four or five times and the line was just out the door. I was like, okay, I'm never going to get to get one of these cards. I have to start pushing people. But I didn't. So, you know, I didn't get to get one, but that's okay. And then they had an amazing, you know, roundabout photo booth that we had some fun in. And it was a good time. You just saw people and you interacted. Romance Depot had games going the whole time. They had their spin wheels. They had celebrities there. They had twerk contests. They had little people playing instruments. I think they were I think they were impersonating kids, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. But their booth was like bam 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 bam. Everybody was having fun all day, all day over there. And, you know, just the whole weekend was really, really nice. Like I said, Saturday was the most crowdedest day ever. So if you suffer with a little bit of um, anxiety about too much crowd, Saturday was not the day for you. Sunday would have been much better because everybody, you know, kind of didn't come out for it. Because when you get the tickets, it's good for both days. So you're entitled to come to both days. But sometimes you wouldn't want to come out and it was oh, so horrendous. But I was like, no, 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 I'm tripping out because I want to meet more amazing people <laughs> today also. And I did. But I would say that overall, it was just really nice. They had some great panels. I mean, talking about sex with disabilities, talking about those discriminations when it comes to sex and working and, you know, things of not being able to keep a website up because now they know it's a product that you sell and they take your website or, you know, your paint, your um payment processing company now doesn't want to do business with you because now they know the product that you sell mm -hmm. and you know just different education stuff like that so much information to take in um i think they had a class about flogging that was um very interesting i think they had some erotic yoga they were teaching people were coming up and volunteering and just the whole experience to take in was just really really nice it just really was that's that's great i um, I only went for a couple hours when I went to mine, but the, oh no, you got to go, you got to stay the whole time. I got to stay the whole day. But um, the first panel I went to was women in sex tech, and mm -hmm. it was just this incredible list of speakers. Actually, you know, incredible list of speakers that just like information overload. So interesting to learn their stories and learn about how they got started. Really empowering and inspiring. And it really just makes you feel like if, if you are passionate about this industry, you mm -hmm. can do this. Yeah. Like people started with just a little sketch on paper and turned it into a six, seven figure business and able to, you know, connect with manufacturers and hold classes, like do all these great things. That's what I'm on my way to. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe it. I mean, y'all got to check out Lulu's website. We put it in the, in the show notes. <laughs> I still, I still owe you product reviews of the stuff that I bought, but Lulu's customer service is great. <laughs> I just thought it was the energy when I went was really, really amazing. One thing, well, many things, but something I thought that was so amazing. 
And I did speak to them. They are going to get them on this podcast. Uh, a person, I didn't get their pronouns, but a person is a doula for LGBTQ and trans people. Oh, that's so cool. That's really, really important. I was like, wow. Yeah. That is amazing. And they spoke twice um, in two different panels. And I just was like, wow. They talked about their struggle with going through the change and how their doctor didn't want to give them hormones and, and all those kind of different situations. And I was just like, wow. And that's why they want on this journey to be a doula for people like them so they can help them in their journey of, um, you know, having their babies and, and feeling safe in a space. So, um, so nice. So nice. That's beautiful. I would really love to have them on there. And, you know, mm-hmm. With Roe v. Wade, it's not just women who can get pregnant, trans men, non-binary folks, anyone who has a vagina can and working uh, ovaries and such, you know, has the potential for getting pregnant. So when we lost uh, constitutional um, access to abortion or constitutionally backed access to abortion, millions, millions of people are affected Mm -hmm. by this. And so, anyway, the, the, this person it sounds really lovely, and I can't wait to have them on the show. For yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, Lulu, so do you have anything else you want to say about the expo before we shift into answering some listener questions? Um, You know, next year if you're available, and if you're here, you need to check out this event. It's just so much to take in and be exposed to, and I just love it. And I'm putting it out there in the universe. I would love to be on a panel next year, or maybe doing my own little half an hour workshop on foreplay that we love so much. Lulu, maybe we could have a mindful sex ed booth next year. Exactly. Wouldn't that be awesome? And doing interviews right there on the spot. Yes, (laughs) oh my God. Mindful sex ed live. Oh, that would be rad. That would be so cool. Jazz hands. But no, I had a great weekend and whew, it filled my cup. Excellent. It, it runneth over and I'm very happy about it. That's that's awesome. Oh man. So definitely check out Lulu's Instagrams to get some behind the scenes <laughs> shots of what the expo was like. Lulu participated in a whole bunch of crazy fun things. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll definitely make sure to pop a link in the show notes so you can see everything that happened there all right so let's shift to answering some listener questions yeah so before we get into our questions just a disclaimer we are not doctors therapists or lawyers and we are not giving out health mental health or legal advice if you are having any health mental health or legal issues please contact professional care or guidance first up is it okay if I don't get aroused by the same things as my partner does? Yes. First of all, why we want to? <laughs> right? You know, we're individuals. One nipple could be more sensitive than the other. It doesn't mean, you know, and there's the whole breast or whole circumference for some people is arousing. You might just be, might just be your nipple. It's perfectly fine. That's the fun of it. That's the amazement. Because we both have a body, yeah, but our our bodies are different. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be, it's gonna hit different. My hand touching you is gonna feel different from your hand touching me, and vice versa. 
and maybe the day of week might even anticipate that or the weather outside, whatever it is. But it is okay to not be aroused by the same thing that your partner does. Be experimental with that and kind of see what see what you do have in common. Maybe that's the fun thing to find that out. Explore the body to find that out. The task for today is let's see if we got anything arousally in, in common. I I think that's really that's a that's very good idea. And and if you're also talking about like pornography or toys mm-hmm. or things like yeah. that, I mean it's very common to have different sexual interests than your partner. I, I mean we've talked. Well, I haven't have a partner, but Lulu has talked about like having different preferences than her husband. You know, I'm sure I will have different preferences than my yeah, partner. I like a lot of different things. <laughs> And I don't know if they'll like all of the same things I like. So that's totally fine. And if you need to go off in your separate corners and treat okay. treat yourself to your sexual tastes, great. And then come back together for mutual play, also fine. <laughs> some, some debriefing still, you know, that was amazing. It really took my mind into the orbit. Maybe next time you'll watch a little bit with me. Maybe say that and say, oh, well, it sounds like you had a great time. Maybe I... To take a look and see what's yeah. happening. Be yeah. there with you this time. Trying each okay. other's, trying out each other's porn preferences is great. Uh-huh. But if that's there's something that you watch <laughs> that you don't want to share, you want to keep that just yeah. to yourself, that's okay too. Right? Absolutely. Like, there really is no wrong way to go about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So next up, what if I don't feel like having sex anymore? I would say sit in that space with yourself and um, maybe have some self-sex and see what's happening there. Maybe you need to communicate something to your partner that maybe it's too repetitive or maybe you're looking for something else and don't know how to verbalize that. But I would say take time for yourself and have some self-expression and see where that leads you. And if that is something else, again, like Laura always says, her and I are not sex coach or sex therapist. I'm with a sex expert. I have knowledge, but I'm not a therapist to help you with that. So if these things, are, which are in my wheelhouse to talk about, have not helped you, then I would suggest going out and maybe seeking some help from a sex therapist that can maybe give you a little bit more um, in-depth clarity on maybe what could be going on. Yeah. So I agree, Lulu, with everything that you're saying you can take some time to explore that for yourself do a lot of self-reflection probably as Lulu said the best thing to do would be to go to a sex therapist to go to your doctor and talk through these issues because sometimes it could be physical sometimes it can be mental often it's a combination of both and if you work with a medical professional or a sex therapist or even a sex coach they can help you work through those issues um And you can find new ways to have sex. If penetrative sex isn't working for you, there might be other things that you can participate in that feel good, that feel sexual, and that will make you feel complete. So reach out for help. Don't just try to tackle this problem by yourself. Absolutely. Okay. And then lastly, I enjoy masturbation more than sex. Is that a problem? Um, I don't think so. <laughs> not at all. Why would you not want to love yourself more and more and more? Again, and this kind of ties into the other question. I'm happy that we picked these the way we did. See what it is that's happening 
when you are having sex. Again, communication. As we stress, we couldn't stress it enough. But communicate with your partner. Maybe they're not bringing that old thing back. Maybe we need to revisit when we first started and those things you do then that you're not doing now and it seems more repetitive or if they're doing something now that doesn't feel comfortable to you, you have to say something. Say, hey, listen, you know, I know you really, really like that, but it's kind of not doing it for me. Um, I'm not having an enjoyment for it. And this experience should not be one-sided ever. Absolutely. So definitely um, see what's happening. And again, it's our, it's our body. Go ahead for it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, that's a pretty common phenomenon, especially mm-hmm. amongst vulva owners, because, penet- you know, most people who have vulvas don't penetrate solely from penetrative sex without clitoral stimulation. Right. Um, so I don't, I don't know if this person is a vulva owner, maybe they're um, a penis owner as well, but right. you can invite your partner to watch you masturbate to show them how you like to be touched. And this mm-hmm. goes for mm-hmm. any gender. So yeah, show them how you like to be stimulated, got put their hand on you and guide yeah. them, you know, kind of like a, a sexy, a, a super dirty scene from Ghost, right? Where it's like, um, <laughs> which, which already can like get you a little like you know a little hopped up, but um, <laughs> oh man, nineteen eighties Patrick Sweezy. Anyway, I'm fine. <laughs> too much. Okay, uh, so. But I'm just saying, like, there are ways that you can communicate with your partner, enjoy sex together, show them what you what you like. And ultimately, if if penetrative sex from either side isn't your thing, you can still have fun with a partner in different ways. There's frottage, where it's like rubbing genitals against each Mm -hmm. other. um, But there's no penetration. There's no penetration. That can get you all real good. Yeah, yeah. I I like just recently discovered what that was, and I was like, Ooh. "Hello." And you're a little warm. Just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that you can do, um, and there's a lot to explore. You're not broken. There's probably you know there nothing. Necess- there's not necessarily anything wrong with preferring masturbation over um, penetrative sex, but. If you are really, really struggling with this and you think there might be a mental or physical cause, reach out to those professionals and they'll help you get back on track. And maybe we should practice some more foreplay. Maybe that could be a little hindering also. Sometimes yeah. right to the penetration and not warming it up. We got to warm it up. And the one time we warm my car up, we need warming up too. We got and to get warmed up. <laughs> part of that warm up is using that lube. Yeah. Our mm-hmm. best friend lube. Our best friend lube. Yeah. Yeah, so there there are a variety of reasons why that, you know, might be the case. And ultimately, again, if, if you just prefer masturbation over sex, it's okay. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. All right, everyone. So that's all for this episode of Mindful Sex Ed. Thank you so much for joining us. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer, please email us at podcast at tickle.life or you can reach out to us on social media. We are Mindful Sex Ed Pod on Twitter and Instagram at Mindful Sex Ed Podcast. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening. Reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify are particularly helpful in getting us out there. Sharing is caring. 
and it's free. And also review us on Google because we're on Google Podcasts and we need those reviews on there also. Yes. Yes. Reviewers, wherever there is an option to review. All all the places. (laughs) We greatly, greatly appreciate that. Lastly, check out all of the podcasts on the Tickle.life network and visit Tickle.life for all of your mindful sex and needs. Goodbye, everyone, and we will see you next week. And we've got some fun surprises next week because there's a, a little bit of there's a little bit of a shakeup in mindful sex and we're really excited to share some of the new things we have Absolutely. in store. Stay tuned. Okay, bye.